This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And welcome again to Cottage Talk Full-Time. This episode is called, Did Liverpool Deserve a Penalty? Fulham lose 1-0 at Anfield. I would say it was a very good performance from Fulham Football Club to go to Anfield and lose by a controversial call. Whether the Liverpool supporters like it or not, this was an extremely controversial call. I've watched it several times. One angle looks like Issa Diop doesn't make any contact with Darwin Nunes. Another one makes it look close. So it's interesting. So I'm going to ask the question, if you're watching live, did Liverpool deserve a penalty? Was it a penalty? Did Diop make contact? Everyone has seen videos. They've seen pictures of this. Feel free to share your thoughts. Part of me thinks there's no way, but there's another angle to this that look close, but I don't think he makes contact. That's just my thoughts on it. I'm sure others will have different thoughts on it. But the fact that we are talking about a controversial call tells you all you need to know about this match because it was even. Liverpool obviously had a good share of the possession. Alexander Trenardo was fantastic in this match. I thought he was great. I think he was a difference for Liverpool in this match. He was controlling the play. But Fulham were always dangerous when they were countering. Always dangerous. And Carlos Vinicius, I thought, played very well. Had two very good scoring chances. I'll talk about at the end of this uh, full-time episode, my initial reaction, that uh, Bobby Decadover-Reed had a chance at the end. Unfortunately, it just did not go in the back of the net. Liverpool get the win. As my friend Chris, who was a Liverpool supporter, tweeted to me, a win is a win. Yes, a win is a win. You get the win. But I think it's fair to look at this and ask the question, if you're a Liverpool supporter and the roles were reversed, how would you feel? Would you say that Fulham deserved the penalty? I'm just throwing it out there. If a Liverpool supporter is watching it, be honest. How would you have felt? I've seen all the comments that it's a soft penalty. Yes, it's an extremely soft penalty. For that to basically decide the match is a 
too bad because I thought it was a well-played match. I think Fulham deserves something from this match for it to come down to that. I just think it's just uh, too bad, and I'll keep saying that. So if you're watching live, please feel free to share comments. And also, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. Please leave us a review. I had a really nice review of uh, the podcast just recently, and uh, I really appreciate it because uh, we've been really trying hard to build up this podcast over the past 12 years. And to get a nice review like that was great. But if you don't like it, be critical. That's fine, too. Definitely want your thoughts on Cottage Talk. Okay. So we do have some comments. I'll definitely share some as we go through this quick show. And I'll share the one from my friend Chris. Actually, sorry, he left it here in the message, not on Twitter. A win is a win. I will take it. The penalty award was softish on the video that I've seen on social media. Yeah, uh, I, I think it was soft. He also goes for man of the match, Allison Becker. He actually was the difference in the match, Chris. I, I couldn't agree with you more. This is from Carl. I'm going to share this. I, I like this one. Player of the match for Liverpool was Stuart Atwell. Love that. Love that. This is also from Carl. I'm just going to keep sharing some comments. So feel free to uh, share your comments. I'll share them during the show. Carl says, contact was made when Darwin was already going down. And he also says, and it was a minimal contact. Okay. This is from my friend David Nicholson. Good evening, Russ. Went to the game tonight with my son and two of his friends. Penn looked very soft, but also careless on our part. Such a shame as we were solid and created two good chances in the second half. Story of our season against big clubs. Okay, David, very fair comment and very honest comment. And that's what's great about the foam supporters. I'm going to be honest, that's why I wanted to throw it out there. I didn't want to just say it's definitely not a penalty because I saw two different views of it. And one looked definitely not, but then I saw a different view that was questionable. Was there a contact? I'm not sure. But the penalty was given and then we move on. But that doesn't take away from what I thought was a very good positive performance from Fulham Football Club. That's the way I'm looking at it. I said it after the Man City match. Now we followed up the Man City match with another good performance and some really good performances. And if you're watching live, please feel free to share who was your man of the match. I definitely want your thoughts on man of the match. But with all the possession that Liverpool had, all the time they had on the ball, all the opportunities that they had to get in dangerous areas, ask yourself, how many really big saves did Bern Leno have to make? Not that many. So for all the ooing and eyeing and all the pleasantries and all the great stuff I heard about Liverpool, Fulham's chances were probably just as dangerous, maybe even more dangerous from Carlos Vinicius. So let's call it what it is. And that might be why my friend Chris, who's a Liverpool supporter, gave the man of the match to Becker because he was the difference. Fulham could have won two to one. I can't believe I'm going to say that. Two good saves by Becker. But when I go back and I look at the first half, like I said, I, I thought it was pretty even, and, and it's unfortunate that Fulham go down 1-0 at the half. It happens, you move on, and then you try to get the equalizer, which unfortunately Fulham were not able to get. Before I talk about the second half, and I really want to get into talking about the second half, I want to share my thoughts on the starting 11, which was an hour before the match. And what's interesting about this is that I got this wrong. First of all, I was happy to see William 
being able to start. I thought he played great. Honestly, I thought William played great. Wilson was on the right. The one that I didn't see was Sasa Lukic coming in for Harrison Reed. And I actually thought people might disagree with me. I thought Sasa Lukic was doing his best impression at times of Jean Pauline with some of his tackling. I, I thought he was pretty good. I don't know what people think about his performance. I thought he was pretty good. Did he have some bad passing at times? Yes. I think they all did. I think even Polina had some bad passes. But that was uh, something I wasn't expecting. But I was expecting uh, Diop and, of course, Tosin. The one that surprised me was at right back. I, I I didn't see him not playing Kenny Tete. That one surprised me. That one I wasn't expecting. Cedric Suarez to play. I thought it was uh, an up and down performance. The player, the fullback that I thought was exceptional was definitely uh, Jedi. I thought Anthony Robinson was exceptional. I thought he did a very good job on Mo Salah. One of the questions I was going to ask was, would Mo Salah score in this match? And he didn't. And I think Anthony Robinson and Fulham's defense in general had a great deal to do with it. So there are some really good performances here. So as I go through the show, like I said, I'm asking the question, did Liverpool deserve a penalty? I'm just going to share some more comments from people who are watching live. Ryan Guy says, not a penalty. Nunes deserved the yellow. This is from Ian Fox. Can't wait for the Super League to start so that football can get back to how it should be. Fed up with the so-called Big Six getting everything. That's from Ian. Let's see, see what else we got here. Lads played quite well. I'd say this Vinicius was good, and Lucas showed some promise, I think. I think so, too. I definitely think so, too, my friend. Some very good comments. If you're, again, watching live, feel free to share some comments, and I will share them during this uh, quick show. So before I go to the second half and dive into my thoughts on the second half. Two great opportunities by Vinicius, one in the first half and one in the second half. And I thought he led the line very good. He's going against what people think are probably the best center back in the world, and that's Van Dyke. And I thought he did a decent job. So kudos to Carlos Vinicius for his play because I thought he played well. So I just want to share that. So when we go to the second half and – I thought Fulham were hanging in there. There was a very early, I guess you could say, rush by Liverpool. They would have to weather the storm Fulham in the early stages of the second half. And I thought they did that. I thought they absolutely did that in the second half. I thought Fulham did a good job weathering the storm and eventually starting to get control in the second half. Again, Fulham were always dangerous on the counter. The player that they were struggling with was Alexander Trent-Arnold getting close to him. His passing was great, but whenever Fulham got the ball, they were breaking with pace and they were breaking in numbers. And unfortunately, it just didn't lead to the equalizer. They had some opportunities, but the second half showed that Fulham deserved to be in this match. It's funny. I, I watched Liverpool play Tottenham, and I, I hope Liverpool supporters, if you're watching this, will admit that Fulham gave you a much better match than Tottenham ever did. I, I, I hope you will say that because Fulham gave you everything that you could get in this match. You win 1-0, but just think about it. You won on a penalty. So I hope 
the Liverpool supporters give Fulham some credit here because they certainly deserve it. They didn't get anything from it. And uh, Liverpool win on a penalty. Like my friend Chris said, a win is a win. But Fulham deserve better. I'm just going to leave it at that. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm split on this question. Did Liverpool deserve a penalty? Because I've seen two different views of this. One view, I'm absolutely no one. The other one, I'm questioning a little bit. That's my only thing on this. But I think that there's room for people to say absolutely not a penalty. And then there is room to question, well, maybe he did make contact. Regardless, Nunes goes down very easily. Let's just call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. So he was looking for it, and that's how you win the match. Just think about how Liverpool won the match. That's how they beat Fulham. If they're so good, that's how you beat Fulham? I'm, I'm just going to say that's that's how you win. You win ugly. Okay, fine. You take the three points. But that wasn't a stellar performance from Liverpool. In fact, they were much better against Tottenham than they were against Fulham. And I think Fulham had a lot to do with that. So that's just my thoughts on that. Okay, coming up next to end this quick episode of Cottage Talk, I'm going to share my man of the match. If you're watching live, please feel free to share who was your man of the match. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Okay, so before I go to Man of the Match, I do have some more comments. I'm going to share them with everyone. This is from my friend Wayne. Hi, Russ. I'd just like to say... That as a Fulham fan, I think that we played very well. Wayne, I thought we played very well too. I'm there with you. The result is unfortunate. We'll just leave it at that. I thought it was unfortunate against Man City. This one I think is even more harsh because I think Fulham definitely deserves something. This is from my friend Steve Reynolds. Diop, poor first half, but much better. Second, Zhao, minimum 60 million. TC looked like a 45-minute player. Solomon, apart from one pass, was not good again. Okay. Very interesting there, Steve. Let's see. From my friend Dave Nicholson, Robinson, my man of the match. Very interesting. Let's see what else we got here. This is from Carl. He says, pathetic time wasting at the end, too. I understand, Carl. You're, you're upset. I'm upset, too, my friend. And Wayne also goes with Anthony Robinson as man of the match. So I'm going to share my man of the match again. If you are watching live, please feel free to share who is your man of the match. Mine. I'm going with my two friends here. It's Anthony Robinson. Anthony Robinson, I thought, was great in this match. And I've been going back and forth throughout the season. I just wish we could consistently see these performances from Jedi. Because when he plays like this, he is so valuable to Fulham Football Club. I'm still puzzled by the fact that Marco Silva went with Cedric Suarez because I I thought Kenny Tete would have done a much better job here. 
I again, I thought it was a mistake to play Suarez over Tete, but he did. No mistake on starting, obviously, Anthony Robinson. Did a wonderful job. Some great last-minute tackles and basically just getting, clearing things out. He was fantastic. Man of the match for me is Anthony Robinson. Okay. So as I started the show, and I'll end the show, and I guess this is going to be a question for a few days now. Did Liverpool deserve a penalty? I'm still on the fence on this. Part of me says no. Part of me just is questioning if he actually made contact. On the broadcast I watched, they said he definitely made contact. I don't think so. Again, that's my question here. I wish I had another view of this. But regardless, as my friend Chris said, it's extremely soft. That's how you win a match on a very soft penalty. And again, if the roles were reversed and this was given to Fulham, how would Liverpool supporters feel? Just be honest. How would you feel? You probably feel like we do right now. So I just wanted to end with that. Before we go, let's see if we do have any more comments. Let's see. Steve Reynolds shares this. Zhao for his work rate and general good play throughout. Thank you very much, Steve. Very good. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this quick episode of Cottage Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. I do appreciate everyone who watches and listens to the show. I did this show shortly after the match ended, so I want to thank everyone who stayed up late to join me to talk quickly about this match. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Coleman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.